Hey everyone, you're listening to The Streaming Show. I'm your host, Chris Michaels. Today's episode is the first of a few great interviews recorded during the 2017 NAB show. In our first segment, I sit down with Mike Mansouri, CEO and co-founder of Radiant Images, to talk about how they're creating mind-blowing VR experiences for customers around the world. In our second segment, Carlos Perez of Wowsus chats with High Vision CMO Peter Mogg to discuss the new SRT Alliance, which was announced at NAB by the two companies. So don't go anywhere. The show's about to begin. Mike Mansuri, the co-founder of Radiant Images. You've been doing some amazing things with VR and 360. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, so Radiant, we work in, on all the realities, which we call now mixed reality. We work in base reality, which is what we have now. Uh, we work in augmented reality, which is the reality with augmented trigger points, and then also in virtual reality. And virtual reality, we're able to actually create into different formats. One is 360, mm -hmm. which is what you see on, um, on Facebook, YouTube, and in virtual reality where we actually immerse your uh, audience inside the world. So you disconnect them from the real world and place them in this new world. But a lot of uh, latest technology breakthroughs are based on actually live capturing, mm -hmm. live stitching, and live streaming. You've been doing a lot of events. Um, we, we see EDC here where mm -hmm. we've seen that in 360. Uh, you've done uh, videos and experiences mm -hmm. for the likes of Ford. And, and, and one of the, the more uh, impressive ones that yeah. I love hearing about is what you did with uh, President Obama. That's exactly. Right. So yeah, with, with uh, President Obama, we had that opportunity for his uh, farewell speech. Right. And we were contacted by the White House to capture that. So we had very little time. We brought entire live streaming capability and were able to have multiple cameras mm -hmm. and we were able to stream those using Waza and we were able to hit every single social media platform. So we were able to hit Facebook Live 360. We, we went to um, Periscope through Twitter. We were on um, and YouTube, if I remember. And YouTube yeah. and then also some of uh, the brand's um, web browsers as right. well. So, that was a huge hit for us because that gives us ability to not just hit one platform, but multiple platforms. Now, if I remember correctly, there were also some technical challenges that went into yeah. streaming that event. You had bandwidth limitations. You yeah. know, you thought we were going to have a large bandwidth, and we ended up having limited bandwidth. But you also had uh, issues with the, the encoders too, correct? Yes. So you know, when, when you're preparing for a live event, there there's many um, factors that come in, right? You can plan as much as you want and prep as much as you want, and there's always that 50 cent part that comes in. But um, we're very lucky because uh, our partnerships that we work with, they're great problem solvers. And one last thing we wanted to deal with was the entire encoding and right. the trans. So we just wanted to simplify that process. Uh, and I think that's where the value really comes from, what Wasa offers as also a content creator and content user myself. I'm not looking, I'm just looking for simplicity. Right. It's already complicated enough to go to the venue. It's already hard enough to schlep gear because that's what you do as a producer anyways. You schlep gear right. back and forth. Well, it's impressive as well when uh, many of these events you have, you, know, you have multiple encoders set up. Each one's typically designed to deliver to one individual uh, destination. But mm -hmm. in this case, in the event of a failure, in the event yeah. of you know really needing to streamline that workflow, you're able to deliver to Wowza Streaming Cloud and yeah. then have that delivered 
back out to Facebook and, and your yeah. individual destinations with ease without having that to yeah, worry about Yeah, so the first thing we, we do as content creators, we, we, we remove hardware or complexity. You know, Einstein said it, any fool can make things complex. Yeah. It takes, it takes a genius to simplify it. The service that you talked about is something that we've used constantly because we're not just going to one platform. And if we were, it's still very costly because encoders are not exactly so uh, affordable right now. Right. And the way we like to do it is we have redundancy in everything we do. It's never one camera, it's multiple cameras. Right. If one camera fails, we go to the next one. But if a one encoder fails, what do where's you do? The re, where's where, the resiliency? Where's, exactly. Right? So in the past, before we, we did things with Baza, the way we would do it is we run things in parallel. So that would mean we would have two encoders running at the same time. And, uh, so if one failed, we're not rebooting the other encoders. And if anyone's worked with computers, they know that computers sometimes bottleneck and they just, they just give up. So, yep. especially when you're pushing that much data. The amount of data that we're pushing is based on 4K, 3D, you know, high frame rates, and 360. The right. data rates are huge. So, for us, it's essential to have built-in redundancy and not have complexity involved. In and that, that's one of the things that you know, we're proud to talk about with our uh, Waza Streaming Cloud updates that we've had to really have redundant workflows built in so that just as you said, in case something fails, yeah. you've got a hot swappable failover. And we use it. Yeah, yeah. and, and, and it, your yeah. customers yeah. never know, right? Yeah. Your Absolutely. your audiences that you're delivering to would never know that you failed over. No, you wouldn't. So tell me a little bit of what goes into making a uh, 360 experience today. What what does the rig look like and what are the technologies that you're dealing with? Good. So the kind of queries that we work <laughs> with, they don't think within uh, a box anymore. It's not about just creating a virtual reality experience. That gimmick has already faded away. It's like, how do we make it better than real life, like we do with motion picture? Yeah. And the only way you can do that is by having depth of solutions. You right. cannot go into every problem saying, well, I'm just going to use this. I'm just going to use this one ball, and it's going to solve everything. And it doesn't, which means being open to using any kind of camera solutions. It might be one-time GoPros. It might be one-time Jaunt or Ozo, or it might be unobtainable cameras or homemade rigs, right. but we encourage that because people don't think in a, in a limited capacity. They dream big, right. and we want to we serve that. So we, uh, here at NAB, we've seen a lot of uh, companies, whether it's uh, Nokia with the Ozo, mm -hmm. we've talked to Aura, uh, we've talked to Jeroptic and a number of ca camera manufacturers. What are you seeing on the front, front lines right now in terms of quality, in terms of uh, delivery requirements, and where do you see kind of the VR hardware side going as it also relates to the streaming? Yeah. For live, it's a different approach. For live, what we look at is simplicity. We're, we're a lot more strict as far as the cameras that we bring for a live event. Mm -hmm. We read out a lot of cameras. It's not a place for us to do R&D and mm -hmm. experimentations right. on a live event. If we do, we'll do it on our own. I would say some of the major contenders, some of the, uh, the major uh, breakthroughs, uh, ease of use, simplicity, one-button operation, ability to have multiple 360 feeds, mm -hmm. something that can go right into a broadcast truck. I would say those have narrowed pretty much down to a, a small group. Um, Nokiozo obviously is a really robust, mm -hmm. easy to use, um, high image quality. Um, Zcam has made an amazing improvement on their development of several cameras, um, as well as the back end. Mm -hmm. So with them, 
we can go directly into our broadcast truck. As a matter of fact, so we have a, a full 50-foot, 53-foot semi-broadcast uh, truck. That's a right. hybrid. Your 2D crew is there, and the 360 is also there. So it's a, it's a hybrid of both together. We hear about 8K become, becoming more yeah. of a reality for the camera side. How is that in terms of processing? The, you know, there's a lot of overhead that comes in with you know, using the GPUs. and um, With 8K, is 8K pushing the boundaries for live today? So the reason 8K is definitely going to be a lot more useful for virtual reality, as, as, uh, say, is because the higher the resolution count, the more immersed that experience is going to be. Right. The more powerful it's going to look. So what needs to also happen is the getting that kind of file up to the web. Right. Because that's a lot of data rates. You know, that's, um, right now we're working within 25 to 50 megabits. At 8K, that's going to push it up to probably 150 right. megabits. So some places have it. It requires, you know, checking, making sure that the place you go to has that, you know, capability. And if not, you have to bring in a sat truck or yeah. you've got other other so things I, that you need to do. You know, I always like to get life lessons. I like to keep them short. So I'll tell you the life lesson we've learned from from capturing and streaming is don't trust and always verify. That's what Ronald Reagan said. You have to do the same thing all the time when you go to any live event. Uh, you know, don't trust and always verify. You have to verify that when they bring you the uh, uplink, that it is truly you know, set up, dedicated to you. It's not a Wi-Fi. It's not some credit card machine. That they're really giving you like a 25 or 50 megabits. So you guys are making things that are continuing to excite us, inform us, and entertain us. Mike, thanks Thank for taking the much. time with us. Appreciate it. Again, that was Mike Mansouri, the CEO of Radiant Images. Up next, we have... Carlos Perez, the Chief Revenue Officer at Wild West, sitting down with the Chief Marketing Officer, Peter Mogg of High Vision, to talk about the brand new SRT Alliance. Stay tuned. You're not going to want to miss it. <laughs> I am Carlos Perez. I'm Chief Revenue Officer at Wildwest. Hi, I'm, I'm Peter Mogg. I'm Chief Marketing Officer at High Vision. So we're super excited today to, um, to have this announcement. Uh, we've been very excited um, by the reaction from partners, from press, from customers, from prospects. Um, we've had a, an extraordinary number of folks stop by the booth. Um, we've had a lot of outreach uh, from a PR perspective. Uh, we can sense and feel the energy and it's, uh, it's really exciting. It's really exciting from our side because we've been you know, jointly involved in this process for a while now. Uh, so it's exciting to see it come to fruition, uh, but it's also exciting to see it carry over into the marketplace. Certainly day one at NAB, you can really feel that the industry has been waiting for something to happen. This is a landmark, I feel. It's, it's kind of high visions, mark in the industry, along with our friends at Wowza, and you can really feel the en energy. People have been waiting actually for open SRT for some time, and now today we've made a reality. Yep. SRT is a technology that HiVision developed for performance streaming across dirty networks like the public internet. It stands for secure, reliable transport, and it combines packet loss recovery, encryption, and network health detection in a single deployable package. Um, so why open source SRT? Um, I mean, the industry's got challenges, right? So we just heard about uh, the SRT technology um, in terms of what it's looking to solve for, quality, 
uh, latency with security. Uh, those are key industry challenges, and you think about how to address that in a ubiquitous way, um, open source is the path. Open source is, is a great answer uh, to competing standards, um, competitors pushing different ways to address this issue. Um, Wowza is looking for industry-wide answers, and with our partner High Vision, um, we believe open sourcing is the way to go. So High Vision and Wowza have a long history together. We've been partnering, demoing together for over 12 years. Uh, the SRT Alliance is really a vehicle to take the SRT open source initiative and make it broad scale across the industry. So there are a number of different components. Certainly SRT is now open source, but there's also opportunities to adopt the technology and talk about being supportive of the SRT uh, protocol as we drive that towards an industry standard uh, solution. And uh, from a WASA perspective, uh, I mean, we really think this is the start of something big. Um, so we're the two founding partners. Um, this is the first step of many. Um, we're really looking forward to the opportunity to, to drive ubiquity, to drive the industry standard, and again, solve key challenges of, of latency, uh, the issues that are involved with packet loss, quality with security. Those are the challenges that we're looking to address. And uh, we see this as the start of that. The ultimate goal of the SRT Alliance is really to foster partnerships, to foster a de facto standard within the industry to solve the high performance streaming requirements that everybody's after today. Right now, the industry, the solutions that are present to address that are very fragmented. And what we really want to do is drive adoption, get as many people on board as possible, get the creative minds in the market to contribute to the open source initiative and drive the technology further. Yeah, ultimately we want to make streaming better. Um, we want to make the ecosystem work more effectively for customers. So we think about you know, the job to be done, the desired outcome for our customers, for our prospects. That's what we're looking to do is make a difference in that in terms of how people stream, right? The effectiveness, the efficiency of the solutions that they've got today so much improved if we can see um, adoption of this open source standard. Today, we already have downloads of people bringing the software, bringing the open source into their ecosystems. We already have other vendors that have integrated the technology in a few short hours. So the next steps are the continuation of that process to get the open source community, to get everybody interacting with SRT and driving it towards standardization. Yep, so for next steps, we're looking to build awareness. Started that process today, it's, it's day zero. Um, getting the word out in terms of what does this opportunity look like? How can people adopt this, uh, build it into their code base, and build it into their solutions? So start making it tangible and translating from, hey, this is a really cool idea, this is a really cool effort, to how, to, how can I make a difference um, in my streaming and streaming workflow? Um, from a Wowza perspective, we're gonna be building this into our portfolio of solutions. So we're really, you know, this is day zero, it's super exciting. We're looking to start translating this day by day into action and building that momentum to make this an industry standard. And one of the key things is that both High Vision and Wowza are customer-focused organizations. We have a ton of mutual customers 
who are looking for solutions. So we're not only looking towards other vendors for progressing the standard, but for customers to tell us where they want this connectivity challenge to go, where they want it to end up, and we'll fight for that as a team. Yeah, and to even build on that one step further, I think they'll bring answers and solutions that we haven't even thought of yet. I mean, that's the beauty of an open source opportunity, is you see the creative juice, you see the creative minds, you see developers just uh, thinking of things that you hadn't thought of yet, um, and that's pretty magical. So, I mean, the next steps are hit the code. So go to GitHub, uh, download the code, start tinkering, start playing, start uh, working with the code itself. You can certainly go to srtalliance.org. We've got a website um, to engage and start um, engaging with fellow members of your community. Uh, but I think the number one starting place is start playing with the code, right? Do your thing, be a developer. That's what we want. We want feedback, we want engagement. We've already heard some success stories, which is super exciting um, in terms of engineers and developers downloading the code and already getting it up and running. Uh, that's the starting point, you know, is, is take that first step forward. Hit the button, ask for more information, we'll get in touch with you, we'll let you know if there's anything that's not obvious, how to interact with SRT Alliance, how to interact with High Vision and Wowza, and get this technology rolling. Well, that'll do it for this episode. A lot of great information about VR and, of course, the new SRT Alliance. If you like what you hear, be sure to click the subscribe button to get the updates for our next show. Of course, if you have any questions or there's something you'd like to hear, be sure to leave us a comment or send us a note to the streaming show at wowza.com. Until next time, I'm Chris Michaels. Keep on streaming.